Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, friends. Stephen Benoon with Israeli News Live. I probably should be saying good night as late as it is. Uh, listen, there's more than 25 passages of scriptures here on the screen. I don't even know if I'm going to get to it. It's already almost 11 p.m. where I am, midnight Eastern time there. But I want to try to share some of this information with you. Uh, script seen on your screen here, Mike Evans with the Poway Chabad Rabbi. I just have that up there as an image capturing there. You know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. And of course, this is right after the shooting that took place there at the synagogue there, the Poway Synagogue. Uh, we certainly, you know, our condolences for those that did lose their lives there. Nothing against that. But this was also, though, what really was disturbing was the agenda for pressing the Noahide laws. And, of course, as you can see, Mike Evans, an evangelical uh, Jewish messianic uh, leader embracing uh, the Poway rabbi there, or the Chabad rabbi, uh, and uh, I believe he's a Chabad rabbi. I know he's an Orthodox rabbi there, but uh, nonetheless, again, showing you what side the evangelical group is going to take you down. They're going to definitely take you into a beast kingdom if you're not careful. That's why I say strong delusion that we should that you might believe a lie. Uh, and quite frankly, as late as it is already, I don't know if I'm going to really be able to get into this very deep. There's still a lot more research I'm wanting to do, uh, but. Let me at least touch on some of these things and highlight it. And then tomorrow I can go deeper in this with you. Uh, before I do, though, I want to remind you, though, my wife, uh, her channel, Odyssey here, uh, and that is right there. She is on Odyssey uh, and uh, her page there, odyssey.com forward slash at Israeli News Live. Now, listen, when you're over here on, on her channel there, you want to subscribe and you also want to hit that notification bell right there so you get your notifications when she puts out a video there. You know, but uh, regardless of what video she has, they're there. A lot of these are exclusive content videos there, so you definitely want to subscribe. Uh, we're trying to get more people there uh, on that channel there as it's, it's another backup channel for us. And mostly right now, uh, Yana's doing uh, a lot of the teachings that she does. They're very, um, let me just put it this way here, where I'm at right now doesn't like that type of content. So that's why it's over here on Odyssey. And, uh, and sometimes we also load her work over on iConnectFX.com and um, so we can translate it into other languages as well. Uh, so anyway, just kind of share that with you there. Let's, let's go though quickly to the scriptures here. Um, you know, yesterday I brought about this one here over from 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Be ye not unequally yoked together 
with unbelievers? What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And like I said in the broadcast yesterday, this here often is taken as a marriage and divorce type of scripture. You know, the ministers will take you in and you, you married someone that was not a Christian, not a believer, and that's the first thing they want to say. Well, the scripture says, be not therefore un unequally yoked together. And sure, you could use that. Not Nothing wrong with doing that. But this actually has nothing to do with marriage and divorce. In fact, everything, as I mentioned already, to do with uh, where the uh, this is what you know Paul was speaking about being unequally yoked with that law, with going back into the circumcision. And of course, he mentions it there as what has light to do with darkness. And I shared with you there from the uh, let me just see here if I can pull it up here. I'm not sure which ones here, if I have the ability to pull this off here. Let me just see if it's in here somewhere. Yeah, here we go right here. This here from the Dead Sea Scrolls, just to give you an idea here because of the darkness issue here. Uh, let's come down right here. For this, my people will be exiled because of their lack of knowledge. Their nobles will die of hunger. Now, now he's talking about, the, you know, this is, he's saying it from Isaiah 5, chapter 5, and they're interpreting what the scripture is going to say here. The, the uh, Qumran community says their nobles will die of hunger, and the ordinary folk have a raging thirst for this. The abyss distends its jaws and enlarges its mouth immeasurably down go its nobility its ordinary people and its reveling throng enters these are the arrogant men who are in jerusalem they are the ones who isaiah 5:24 have rejected the law of yahweh mocked the word of the holy one of israel for this the wrath of yahweh has been kindled against his people and has stretched out his hand against them and wounded them the mountains quake, their corpses lie like dung in the middle of the streets in spite of this. His anger is not appeased and his hand continues to be stretched out. This is the congregation of the arrogant men who are in Jerusalem. All right, now he goes on, getting down, uh, he says, with no one to save it, one day will roar against him like the roar of the sea. It will be seen by the earth, see deep darkness, even the light is obscured by her clouds all right so one of the one just one scripture there where it likens uh from the dead sea scroll darkness and of course the qumran community considered the the jewish rabbis up in jerusalem during the time of jesus as the sons of darkness uh, whether it be pharisees or sadducees didn't matter which ones there they considered them the sons of darkness another one here in the dead sea scrolls as well and this is from uh, actually not specifically 1QS here, but it goes here. Prince of lights is dominion over all the sons of justice. They walk on the paths of light and in the hand of the angel of darkness is total dominion over the sons of deceit. They walk on the paths of darkness from the angel of darkness stems the corruption. All the sons of justice and their sins, their iniquities, their guilts, their offenses, deeds are under his dominion. And again, they're talking about those, uh, those that were over the temple, the second temple, during the days uh, just prior to the coming of Jesus Christ when he came on the scene. So there again, this is where we look at that scripture there. But he goes on to say here, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and one concord, uh, and what 
concord hath Christ with Belial, Belial being the devil? And or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? You see, so it has nothing to do with the marriage part. Again, and what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? Now he's comparing the temple. That's why you know that this darkness is those that are there in the temple there. For you are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you. Remember, I mentioned yesterday too, like Revelation 18, 4, come out of her, my people, and be not partakers of her sins or of her plagues. That's right. And I will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. All right, so this is where we're starting at right here. And I'm going to breeze through some of these. We may just go all the way. Let's just see how far we get here. Uh, now we're over here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Know you, uh, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Now we're talking, let's, let's back up a little bit to verse 3 here. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come. Now that, that's not actually in the actual text there. See, it just says, for except there come a falling away first. It doesn't say anything about a day that comes. Let no man deceive you by any means. For except there come a falling away first, that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So we, that was something that was added by the translators. Who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Now, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if they don't use their AI technology to get a hold of inside of you as the temple of God to control you as being one of those methods there. But again, no doubt they may build a third temple and be exactly that. I am kind of questioning that issue right now because of some of the things that Jesus said about that. So I'm not really, haven't made up my mind completely on that. Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know that Know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And I shared that with you yesterday. This is exactly who are the ones that receive not the love of the truth. You see, Jesus came to his own and his own received him not. Now there was a remnant. Though Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant would return. Only a remnant. And only a remnant end up believing. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. That's because they receive not the love of the truth. You, you have to understand, and, and really, and quite frankly, it doesn't matter, Jew or Gentile, either one, when you have rejected Jesus Christ, the love of Jesus Christ, when you have taken, and, and by the way, I hate, to, I hate to break it to you like this, when you go back into the law, you see, it's, 
I know you're not going to like this. See, that's like a dog returning to its vomit. He came to bring you out because you have to understand the law is not just Torah law. This is what was going on in that day. There was Talmudic law. Let me just show that with you. I have to jump way back here to the back of where I was doing it at, I think. See, here we go right here. This here is in Titus chapter 1. And he says here, This witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. See, they profess they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work and reprobate. Amazing, isn't it? Not giving heed to Jewish fables. That's Talmudic law of commandments of men. He is clearly talking about Talmudic law. But like I said, Jesus tells us plainly when he's being tempted by the Pharisees, uh, actually a lawyer of the Pharisees, when he says to him, you know, uh, how, how does he put that there? You know, which, which, of the, which one is the great commandment? He said, to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And the second is likened unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. And he said, all the laws and the prophets hang on those two. Not 613, not even the Ten Commandments, because if you kept those two, you'd keep the Ten Commandments automatically. You see, what we forget is the law is supposed to be written in your heart, not by a letter any longer. Let's, let's continue on. Let's go back over here. So they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved, so they're given strong delusions that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. You know, I, I'm going to show you something here. I think I have it over here. Let's, let's see, deliver you, okay. Yeah, it's right here. This, this is going to be something that may be a little difficult for a lot of people to handle. And I could really go deep with this, but I guarantee you most people would never even get it. Have you not heard what was said of those of old? We're looking at the, the uh, Hebrew Matthew, but I'm going to do it specifically because it's the way it's worded in Hebrew. Have you not heard what was said of those of old? Again, he's dealing with Talmudic law. You shall not murder, and whoever murders it is guilty of judgment of death. Now, you would think this is from Moses, right? But now, now he's just saying them of old. But I say to you, who angers his companion is guilty of judgment. He who calls his brother inferior shall be guilty of judgment before the congregation. He who calls him a fool is guilty of fire of Gehenna. If you should offer your gift at the altar... And remember that you have a quarrel with your companion or your brother, which I think is in the King James's brother, and he is complaining about you because of this matter. Leave your gifts there before the altar and go appease him first and afterwards offer your gifts. 
In other words, don't try to be so righteous going to church on Sunday and, oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord and everything. And then knowing in your heart you've, you've sinned against your brother or your sister or whatever the case may be. And that person is upset with you. Go make it right with them. Right? Then said Jesus to his disciples, see, offer your gift. See, then just said Jesus to his disciples, see that you hasten to appease your enemy while you are walking with him in the way, lest he deliver you to the judge and his judge delivers you to the servant and to put you into the prison. Now, verse 25. I'm going to let you read between the lines on this. I'm just going to tell you what it says. Okay. And, you know, this is where Jesus is talking to his students. Okay, let me, let me, go, let me go down to the... Uh, oh, gosh, I'm pointing my finger. I know you can't see it there. Let's see here. Where do I want? Okay, here we go, right here. He says here, uh, Boy, it's not highlighting nothing I'm doing here. Lest he delivers you is what it's saying. That part you see, that first word highlighted is the word lest. Lest he delivers you. All right. Orcha. Le shofat. Okay. To the judge. The next word right there. Can't highlight. It's not letting me highlight it. To the judge. And this. And it's not letting me highlight the next word. Next either. If you if you understand Hebrew a little bit, you got the hey, shin, vav, uh, fe, and tet. Okay. Right there. That is, if you're really looking at this, you got one word. Well, you can see my thing. I think you think think right there. That word right there is the judge. First, you're going to get delivered to the judge, but then you're going to get, then that judge is going to send you to the judge. That's pretty serious. It's, in English, you don't see this. In Hebrew, you do. And he's going to send you to the slave. And that slave is going to give you to the house, literally to the prison house. You know, like I said, you got to think deeply about things like that. I think that comes back to when they asked Jesus at one time about, you know, who sent him or his parents that he was born blind. Maybe that'll help you think a little deeper. All right. Let's move on. We come over here to John chapter 8. Remember, they are ever... Uh, wait a minute, I'm sorry. Uh, we go. Let me just double back real quick. They receive not the love of the truth. Okay, John chapter 8, the Gospel of John. You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. And I don't know if I had that in at this... Ooh, let me see. Yep, okay, let's see. They receive not the love of the truth here. I uh, don't know if I want to bring this one out as of yet or not. Let me back up and just see. If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham, but now you seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not be born in fornication. We have one father, even God. Now they're, they're trying to say that they are not from that mingled seed that we have over in Ezra. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God. Now that I came, I of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. 
Now that's pretty serious. You cannot hear my word. Now if you go back though, see, and with all deceitfulness and unrighteousness and them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. Let me see if I have it in the right order here. All right, that's Exodus. Hang on. Deuteronomy. All right, we're going to go to Deuteronomy 18, but let me go back though just so you can see it again. Let's see. Then said they, okay, because even because you cannot hear, why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my word. You of your father, the devil, the lust of your father, you will do. And, and he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. And when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it. And because I tell you the truth, you believe me not. Which of you convince of me of sin and say the truth? Why do you not believe me? He that is of God heareth, the, heareth God's words. You therefore hear them not because you are not of God. Now, this is what's interesting. And when Moses, when they were in the wilderness journey, he says this here in Deuteronomy chapter 18. For these nations that you are to dispose, hearken unto soothsayers and to diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God hath not suffered you to do so. A prophet will the Lord your God raise up unto you from the midst of you, of your brethren, like unto me. Him ye shall hearken. Eliav teshaman. Okay? Unto him you will hear. According to all that you uh, desire to the Lord thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let not... Let not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. See, they were whining and complaining. They were so scared in the wilderness journey, they didn't want to hear God's voice. So Moses said, okay, God's going to raise up a prophet just like me. But if you don't hear him, you're done. That's why you find over here, when we come down to John chapter 8, you get in here, and we go further down, we read in verse 22 to 24, Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Because he saith, Whether I go, you cannot come. And he said unto them, You are from beneath. I am from above. You are, from, uh, you are of this world. I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you, That you shall die in your sins. For if you believe not that I am, You shall die in your sins. Now, is it starting to make sense? And then, of course, when he says, I am, Ihaye, that's over here in, uh, in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, I believe it is here. Okay? Hine anochi, bo'er b'nei Yisrael. All right? Behold, I am coming uh, to, the sons, uh, to, the, to the sons of Israel. Ve'amati lehem, Okay, he says, I will come, you know, he's saying the God, he said, let me, sorry, hang on. I, I'm wanting to translate what I read and not read what's written, tra translated to the right here. Okay, he will say to them, okay, okay, and the God of your fathers has sent me unto you. And I'm not, I'm just translating it myself here, okay? So if I not look exactly what you're seeing to the right, you'll understand. Ve'amruli. What, what do I say? 
to them, or, or no, they will say to me, Ve'amruli, Mashimo, what is his name? Ma'omer Eliahim, what do I say to them? Ve'yomer Elohim el Moshe, and the Lord said to Moses, Ihaye asha ihaye, I am that which I am. Okay, and he says, uh, Thus you shall say uh, to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. And then Jesus turns around and makes that statement. See, right there, I am. Right? He says to them, for if you believe not that I am, you shall die in your sins. So the very one that spoke to Moses at the burning bush, Jesus is now claiming to be that one right there. Just something to think about, right? We go over into John chapter 3, verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light is coming to the world, and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Now friends, I know it's not easy to hear this, but when you're dealing with law, you're dealing with darkness. You're dealing with the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It served a purpose for a season, but Christ truly is that light. And let me just share with you just something to think about here, right? Here we have right here, and the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near into the thick darkness where God was. And this is also the time when the law was given out, right? Right here. Out of the midst of the fire of the cloud and of the thick darkness with a great voice, and it went no more. And he wrote them upon two tables of stone and gave them unto me. And it came to pass when he heard, uh, heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness, while the mountain did burn with fire, and you came near unto me, even the heads of your tribes and your elders, and you said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown us glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does speak with man, and he liveth. So the law was delivered like that out of darkness. Like I said, that is for a purpose and for a time period. But the thing is, is when Christ comes, the light comes. But see, the men, when it says here, and light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light. In other words, Christ is the light coming to bring you the full deliverance, coming to restore you back to where you came from. But man would rather hold on to that law. Than to step into the light. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. All right? Now, let's continue on. John chapter 14. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. I will pray the Father. He shall give you the Comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. Remember, they could not receive the truth. 
whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me, because I live, you shall live also. This is where it gets interesting right here, and, and, and I'm hoping to, for you to see something here when we look at this here. Watch this one here. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art you a king? We're in John's Gospel, chapter 18, coming down here to the crucifixion here. Jesus answered, You say that I'm a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I in the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth hears or heareth my voice. Coming back down to that hearing. Moses says you're to hear him. We're finding out here though. Uh, sorry about that. Let me jump here. Second Thessalonians, and with all deceitfulness and unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved, right? I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Pilate said unto him, What is truth? When he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and saith unto them, I find in him no fault. Didn't say at all, just said he found no fault. But you're going to watch what Pilate does. Even though Pilate's not Jewish himself, watch what he does. He says in verse 39, But you have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will you therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? He fell right back into Talmudic law. And Talmudic law was not truth. Didn't matter if he didn't see any faults in Jesus. He went right back to follow their Talmudic law. Then cried they all again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Isn't that interesting? This kind of bothers me, though, if you think about it. But you have a custom that I should release unto you one at Passover. Was it also a custom that they would kill a man at Passover? That's something I've never thought about before, but I can't help but wonder. What kind of sacrifices were they doing? You're going to see that in a minute here, too. When we get into this, you'll find out it really gets a little bit interesting here. They cried out again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. And Barabbas was a robber. We find in another scripture he was a murderer. And that's exactly the spirit that got released upon them. A murdering spirit. Mm. We get into 2 Timothy chapter 3. In the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, sound like the Sabbatean Franca's doctrine. Now, I know that there were some rabbis, they tried to defend themselves and say they were against this guy, right? That's okay. 
Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Now, he tells you, from such turn away. Don't, don't, you know, this thing like you have with Mike Evans going over here to embrace everything, you know. And I understand. I mean, there was a shooting that took place. There was a life lost. Little girl wounded. Certainly, I mean, you know, you want to show compassion for people like that. But then, th then the opportunity is taken to go out there and push Noahide laws that will bring about the beheading of Christians. And yet here you go, standing right there with them. And this guy stands there at the United Nations and calls out for the beheading of Christians by calling upon his Noahide laws, right? Hmm, interesting. So, for this sort of they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with divers' lust. Sabbatee actually took, I think his wife stripped, had her stripped naked and they they did orgies and sex orgies and incest and everything else, saying that they had to turn, uh, turn everything upside down in order to bring about redemption. What a perversion. Ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Like I said, you sit in the yeshivas all you want. Ain't going to do you a bit of good because that's not going to bring you the knowledge of the truth. Studying Talmudic law, Kabbalah, and everything else. No, it won't. Now, as James, James and Jambers withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. It's not talking about Christians, not talking about Gentiles. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. But you has fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience. Let's go a little further here. Matthew chapter 24, Then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another, and many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. We're seeing that already, and there's a lot of false prophets out there prophesying everything else, and getting you right to join up, prophesying about yeah, perverting the scriptures is what they're doing. Hebrews chapter 8, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the days when I took them out of the land and led them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in the covenant and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind. I will write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Move on down. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. That was the house of Israel. And that was fulfilled in Acts chapter 2, verse 36. And he saith, a new covenant he hath made, the first old, now that which decayeth waxeth old and is ready to vanish away. A new covenant. People don't want to hear about that though. <laughs> Can't have a new covenant. No, they don't want that. Matthew chapter 6, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. 
But if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of what? Darkness. If therefore the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. Uh, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. That's the law right there. You can't serve two masters. Either Jesus Christ is your master, you serve the law of love, you love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul, and, your, you, know, and you love your neighbor as yourself. Or you can go and follow Talmudic, Rabbinical laws. Which one? I don't know which one. Behold, you are called a Jew, rest us in the law, and make us thy boast of God. We're in Romans chapter 2. Know us his will and approve us the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law, and are confident that you yourself are the guide of the blind and a light of them which are in darkness. There you go right there. You can have all that law you want, but that makes you a guide of the blind and a light of them which are in darkness. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babe which has the form of knowledge and, a truth in the, and, and of the truth in the law. You therefore which teach another, teachest not thyself, that thou preachest a man should not steal, do, do you steal? You that say a man should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You that abhorrest idols, do you not commit sacrilege? You that make your boast of the law through breaking the law dishonoreth you God for the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you as it is written for circumcision verily profiteth if you keep the law but if you be a breaker of the law thy circumcision is made uncircumcision let's drop down to verse 27 and shall not uncircumcision which is by nature if it be by the law judge you who by the letter of circumcision does transgress the law. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is circumcision which is one uh, which is outwardly in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart and the spirit, and not in the letter whose praise is not of men, but of God. We go into, I think, Ephesians here. For you are sometimes in darkness, but now you are in the light of the Lord. Walk as children of the light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. That's some Talmudic thoughts, isn't it? But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For, whoso, what, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake you that sleepest and rise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. You're among the dead when you're stuck in that law. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world, against the spiritual wickedness of high places. Again, the rulers of darkness. I'm trying to just run through it quickly now. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with a child. They shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. 
Ye are the children of the light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Going into Hebrews chapter 12, for you are not coming to the mount that might be touched, that burned with fire, nor into blackness and darkness and tempest. The sound of the trumpet, the voice of the words, voice that heard and treated the words should not be spoken to them anymore, for they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with the dark. And so terrible was the sight of, that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But you come into Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly of the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven and to God, the judge of all and the spirits of the just men made perfect to Jesus, the mediator, the new covenant and the blood of the sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh for if they escape not who refused him that spoke on earth, much more shall we, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth, but now he who has promised, saying, You once more I shake not earth only, but also heaven. This word yet once more signified the removing of those things which are shaken, as of those things that are made, and those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receive a kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Let's look at 1 Peter chapter 2 here. A stone of stumbling, a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But you are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him that hath declared, called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but now are a people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Now he's talking about the, the Gentiles. Having your conversations honest among the Gentiles. Dearly beloved, I beseech you, strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Having your conversation uh, honest among the Gentiles. We're about done here. I just wanted to just share some of these with you. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature. That was the one I wanted to get to right there. Let me back up a little bit here. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You're going to find out now, this is what happened. They'd become so carnal in serving God by the law. And I hope you really see this here. Because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator 
who is blessed forever. Amen. Do you realize what he's talking about? This is why they couldn't recognize Jesus Christ to be the Son of God. They got so wrapped up into their sacrificial service that they were actually beginning to do just like they were doing in the wilderness journey when they made the golden calf. Moses comes down, breaks the Ten Commandments because they're down there worshiping the golden calf. And the odd thing is, that was the very one of the very sacrificial animals that they had according to the law. Well, they got so messed up that they were actually into worshiping the creature, the sacrificial animals, over their own creator. This is what Paul was speaking about in Romans. That's why we get over here what communion hath light with darkness? And even now, even today, as there is such a major move of evangelicals wanting to support Israel to become a nation again, you're so caught up in them restarting their temple service and doing their sacrifices, it's as if you're worshiping the golden calf like they did in the wilderness journey. Do you see where you're headed? That is why the scripture talks about it being a beast kingdom. You will serve the beast. Oh, there's your beast right there. The beast is going to be the fact that you're going to serve and worship the golden calf all over again. Look at, look at, these, look at these evangelical ministers and how they get so excited over the red heifer that they're going to sacrifice and kill. Oh, Israel's got a red heifer. Oh, it's scriptures being fulfilled. Oh my gosh, you're going to bring it back again. You are guilty. Guilty of the blood of Jesus Christ. No wonder why the Bible says you crucify him afresh. And you put him to an open shame. Because you've rejected Jesus Christ. And you ministers out there that, that, are, that are just, instead of you trying to win the Jewish people to Christ, you are, and, and, and you don't come out of her. Instead, you're going right back into the vomit. You don't even see it. You don't realize. Where were we at here? We were in Romans, I know. Let me just find it. No, it's not where I was at. Maybe it was Ephesians. I kind of lost that place there. Having your conversation amongst the Gentiles. Let's see. Here we go, right here. Romans chapter 1. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Change the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man. Why does it say birds? Because they offer doves. Four-footed beasts and creeping things. Remember what Jesus did? He came and he overturned the money changers, the tables of the money changers, released the birds, he released all the animals that were in the temple that were being used as sacrifice. And yet that's supposed to be the good thing, right? He said, you've turned my father's house 
into a den of thieves. What a corruption. What an ungodly, filthy thing they had done. Alexandra Bruce here, she did an article here a little while back, and I'll just put this in the thing there because I don't know where the video is on my own channel there. This is uh, Jeffrey Epstein murdered suicide or bigger Franken Frankism sex ring cover up. I don't know if that's what I really called the video or not, but she has my video linked here on, on there. This is where I go into the Sabbatean Frankist doctrine quite, quite deeply on here. So I'm going to include the link to her page there. That way you can at least see the video that I did on that. Um, that rather than getting deeper into it right now. Titus. Yeah, that's why it says, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men. No wonder. What a mess. I'm Stephen Benoon. Listen, thank you for listening. And I hope this last one right here really sinks deep with you. Uh, I'm going to come back to this alone, and we're going to go into the book of Revelation and really start breaking this down. This is that beast kingdom. This is what's going to happen. And this is what ministers are guilty of today in supporting the third temple sacrificial services. You've, you, you, you have really professing your wives, but you've become fools just like the rest, just like the men in black. No different. If you really, if this is a blessing to you to know these things and you want to really stand for the truth and support something that's truth instead of all these lies, please, by all means, you see our website above your head there, IsraeliNewsLive.org. Support the work we're doing here, please. At least here you're going to find out what the truth is. That's the video I did yesterday. Israel's monarchy, what it means in prophecy. You can, you can click and donate online or, or, you know, this one's not going to be an iConnect. I'm going to try to load it directly into the channel here. But, uh, or you can go by mail either way. We thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.